Greetings, listeners. It is I, Gimbo North, the editing gnome. Look, I don't know what kind of curse we are under, but yet again there are some serious issues with the audio of this recording. Before our next session, we will both upgrade our equipment and make forbidden bargains with nameless patrons in hopes of finally resolving the issues. In the meantime, we thank you for your patience. These are not the tales of heroes. These are tales of reavers and cut purses, of heathen slayers and tight-lipped warlocks guarding long-dead secrets. These are tales of gold and glory, won with sorcery and sword, where a moment's hesitation is all that separates the victorious from the dead. These are tales from the fallen empire, an age when chaos seethed in the shadows and dragons began to stir in their ages-long sleep. These are tales of high adventure. These are Mighty Deeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name's Glenn. I'm your judge for this session. And joining me around the table are... Jason. Playing... The Dwarf Cleric, Nigel. Michael, Pisces Rising Cancer, playing Albert, the elf. Luke, playing Abramovich, the barbarian. Carl, playing Arena. So, I let you guys down last session by forgetting a whole bunch of important stuff. I put so much work into that funeral and into the wake that there's a bunch of important stuff I didn't cover. So we're going to go back and cover it now. uh, Is Albert... Studying Van Richten's journal. Yes. Okay. Van Richten didn't get to write a journal because he died. He already had it. Oh, that journal. He already had it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, yes. Volume one. No, that was volume three. only. <laughs> or was it two? volume two? Is it, yeah, it's actually it's volume, a, two. volume two. Volume two. <laughs> In keeping with that, it'll come up later that um, that you're uh, studying Van Richten's journal. Yep. All right. Let's talk about equipment. Uh, I have none. Yeah, like you guys did not buy any equipment before you left uh, Barovia. I would like to say I bought leather. I would like to say that I thought we were going to a town that had all sorts of stuff that I could buy, and then somehow we got sidetracked. Well, I, did you guys want to buy any yeah. equipment in the town of Edge Hill? Because all I'm asking. Uh, sure. Well, as long as there's something for offer. I mean, I don't need anything. I kind of want to sell this leather studded armor if... Yeah. Or I feel I like we could get much better prices in a larger armor. city that has actually the money to buy this stuff off of us. I need to, um... I do need to buy something, though. Okay. I do, too. I need to buy basically all of my gold worth of something. Uh, because I have a vow of poverty. Ah! Think of it as a donation to the church. Donation to the church. Not to say that I can't purchase something and then donate said thing. I'm just saying. But we need to go through the the process. So before you guys start buying stuff, Michael, did did Albert bring his scribe kit and a bunch of books and scrolls or anything with him when he left Barovia? 
Did he have those oh. things to start with? Of course. Then yes. He was the town scribe. Then yes. He was the town scholar, right? Sage, yes. He would have packed up everything he could fit on his horse. Or he didn't have a horse. But I'm assuming you took like a backpack full of books. Absolutely. Some, okay. Full of whatever. It's right backpack. next to it. I don't full care what you took. I'm just offering you the opportunity. Um, Did you bring your healer's kit and a bunch of bandages and stuff like that? I would have, yes. I okay. didn't write that down, but I would have. Uh, I also did have. Did you bring an apothecary's kit and an ample supply of beard oil? I brought a steel vial with a backpack and lots of money in it. Well, I feel like uh, as a butcher, probably have some rations, you know, like I in the form of dried meats. Tools from I mean, our wait, talking over each other. Say what now? I also had thieves' tools. So how many rations could I You got a scavenge? week's worth of, of jerky. Okay, great. So seven <laughs> days of rations. Jerky. Is no, that you got seven party? days of jerky. Okay. <laughs> Is that... Seven days of rations for the yes. party or seven days for me? Just for you. Okay. Seven jerky rations. So what could I do with said apothecary kit? You could uh, distill stuff. You could get essences of stuff. You could make oils, poultices. I don't know. We'll, we'll just get creative with it. I just figured you didn't just lock your apothecary shop and walk off. I figured you took something with you. Yeah, probably. That's, I was picturing I was picturing the camera uh, the camera pants over to you and you're like, I brought my apothecary uh, kit. And it's just a still. I mean, it's obviously a moonshine still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so you moonshine's dripping out of it. You're like, yeah, I use this for all kinds of apothecaries. Never leave home without it. <laughs> right? I'm just saying, Danthar takes contributions to the church. Well, anything that I have that... You want his copper pieces? Danthar takes all contribution. The only other bookkeeping thing, this whole podcast is just going to be bookkeeping and then we'll go to the next episode. I didn't really mention how when you guys reached Edge Hill, uh, especially with all of these villagers from Barovia, mm -hmm. um, it did create a stir. Because they haven't seen people from Barovia for a long the time. The only people who have come out of the the cursed valley, the haunted valley, as they call it, you know, have been the Vistani. Right. Right. So everybody in this area knows you don't go down that road. That's the cursed valley. Nobody returns from there. And then you know Rudolf Van Richten shows up. He's like, I think I'm going to be going to Barovia. And everybody's like, Don't go there. And he's like, No, I have good reasons. And I, I went rushing with him. Ibramovich should have practiced his voice before this session. <laughs> Just do a pirate like I do. Arr. So there was a big... Gets you right in character. To do. There was a big hullabaloo about you guys coming out and, you know, telling them, hey, the Cursed Valley is no longer cursed. You can come and go. Look at us. We all got out and, you know, hardly anybody escaped. So each of you guys start... Each of you guys, excluding uh, Nigel, start with 10 points of Sovereign Fire. Yes. As it says there. So you, you each have 10 Sovereign Fire points, and your eyes, you know, in the, in, the, in the pupil of your eyes, just a little bit of flame, you know, if we zoom in on your face. Oh, no, that's definitely witchcraft. And you guys are hurrying through the forest at night. Nigel is in the back, and he is on Warpony. And he is praying to Danthar. And you guys are basically just in the woods. There's mm -hmm. snow on the ground. There's a full moon shining. And you guys are just headed west through the woods about as fast as you can. Oh, Danthar. Okay, so who is guiding the group? Who is well, I feel like I have a war pony, and my war pony is faster than their... Uh, sorry, war horse, and that war horse is faster than the regular horses, so I feel like I should probably be in front, and I'm also the main tank, so... Okay. 
He's already there. Yeah. Uh, does your barbarian class give you any like tracking skill or anything like that? No. Oh, sorry. One moment. You need to write all those down. I do. Because it's same thing. Climb through a surface, subterfuge, foraging, trapping, tracking, wilderness, and hunting. Which would that be applicable here? Did you say tracking? Yes. Tracking wilderness. Yeah. You're in the wilderness. You're kind of tracking. What am I? Okay, well, I have a plus three. At least you're trying to find your way through the, you know, find a path through the woods. So you're you're screaming along through the woods, and you guys come to this reasonably broad, fast-moving stream, almost a river, that your horses are not going to be able to just wade through. So you've got to decide if you're going to go upstream or downstream to find a, try to find a place to ford it. So roll a d20, add your personality modifier, and then add that tracking modifier. I sure. also have a tracking skill, too, just in case. Okay, then you can roll off. Five. <laughs> what was I supposed to add? Tracking. Wilderness slash urban. Oh, Three for wilderness, yeah. one for urban. So eight. Okay, so both of you guys are arguing back and forth about whether you should go upstream or downstream. You guys are trying to hurry to catch up with this flying iceberg. Flying iceberg. When suddenly, <laughs> Albert hears, well, everybody hears, but Albert hears a loud uh, raven call, right? Mm -hmm. And when you turn and look, on the left hand, off to the left, in this tree, of course with no leaves on it and everything else, you see this big raven or crow looking right at you, Mm -hmm. and you notice that it has a third eye right in the middle of its forehead. Mm, Strange. so you follow the three fates, or just the fates? What are they called? The three fates. The three fates. You you recognize the raven as a symbol, mm. one of the symbols of the three fates. Okay. So, so you guys go upstream. What was funny? Downstream? What's funny is they're going back and forth. Upstream, downstream, upstream, downstream, <laughs> and then this. Come. Uh, excuse me. Uh, hello. Um, guys. Upstream. Upstream. Downstream. Um, Upstream. Um, excuse me, guys. Upstream. Um, Hello, guys. Downstream. I insist. Excuse me. Upstream. Excuse me. What? I think we should follow the crow. And it flaps off. It flaps off. Upstream. I immediately follow it. Fine. Downstream, then. Let us go. All right. You guys follow the crow, and in about a quarter of a mile, you find a, um, a place where you can ford the stream, and there's actually kind of a trail, kind of a wilderness trail there. So you guys start following this wilderness trail west, deeper into the night. So you guys are following this trail. You're searching the sky. You're looking for any sign of this iceberg. You know you're on the right general direction, but you're definitely trying to keep your eyes peeled, and you're making better time on this sort of trail between two little villages or something. When suddenly Luke Abramovich hears something off to the off to the left of the of the path, okay, and you kind of pull your horse up a little bit and you're kind of slowing your horse down so you can listen, and it's drums, and it's these great big barbarian war drums, and they're playing dum 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 and. You recognize this as like the battle hymn of Krom. It's called the Riders of Doom. My comrades are here. Of course, they will help us track the iceberg. So do you do you want to tell the rest of you that you should leave the path? What do you say? Nobody hears it but you. You hear the drums of Krom. Why does nobody hear it but me? 
Um, because it's supernatural. Ding. The more you know. <laughs> it's your God finding favor on you, just like the three-eyed crow. By the way, if I see it again, I'm killing it and taking it. You were busy praying. I know, but I'm saying if I see it again, would it's my fine. people usually oh, venture out to this area? <laughs> I know you don't. Uh, there might be some barbarian tribes this far south. Hmm. Not usually. I mean, this is not. This is the land of the eight cities. This is not the frozen north. Would I happen to have a a tome of knowledge regarding this Crom um, character deity that we're about to encounter or try to stop? or whatever we're trying to figure out here because here's what I'm thinking and this is Michael so you can stop me now for meta knowledge if you want okay <clears throat> what I'm thinking is a deity has given us a power sovereign fire right mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so this god doesn't want this thing to happen and now my god has come down or the the, the three fates have sent a messenger to put us on the right path. And now the deity he subscribes to is giving some kind of message. So Michael's like, the deities want whatever's happening not to happen. So they're helping us. They're, they're guiding us. Okay. Mm-hmm. So could I look for a book that might have some sort of information regarding what we're doing? I shall face my destiny, whether this be illusion, judgment from Krom, or guidance. Okay. The answer is no. Okay. Because, like, you guys are riding horses in the middle of the night. Okay. And you can't exactly get a book out and start reading. Gotcha. The, um, what the red woman said, the priestess of Loptir said, uh, these foul beings we've defeated on this night, on this night that marks the great conflict between the brilliance and light-giving heat of fire and the cold, life-stealing force of ice... So she gave the impression that this is some kind of cosmic conflict. Yes. But she didn't, like, say, between Loptier and Joe Blow. Gotcha. She just said, Loptier wants to bless you because you've been, you've shown yourselves worthy to fight this and now, rising uh, malevolence. You're, are you saying that you hear drums? Yes. Do you not hear the drums? I do not hear drums. Hmm. And, like, obviously you, at that moment you would realize this must be a sign because you can hear them clear as day, right? It's not like they're they're in the distance, but it's like, okay, obviously if they don't hear the drums, something's going on. Hmm. Well, I feel I must face this as a sign from Krom. So I want to head off into the direction of these drums. Do you think it would be better for you to follow me? Or I think for us we to should regroup? stick together. I think there's something supernatural at play here, more than we're giving, like, on the surface here. So I think we should all go. I think we're being helped out. That's my opinion. Let's go. Yes. Let us okay. go. So you guys start heading through kind of a thicker part of the wood, not really going necessarily west anymore. You're kind of going southwest, um, but you're following the sound of the drums. All right. So Nigel gets done praying, okay? So he's just riding along with everybody else. Um, Does everybody but Luke remember the beginning of the first Indiana Jones movie? They did this thing where they showed the Paramount, you know, the mountain from the Paramount logo, and then it fades to a mountain that's like exactly that shape. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then the camera pans down and there's Harrison Ford. Okay. Yes. So... You have, uh, Nigel, you have 
that exact moment, right? Mm -hmm. You guys come to a kind of clearing uh, in the trees a little bit, and there's this mountain up ahead, right? right? And as you enter the clearing, it's like the exact silhouette of the mountain of Dainthar, you know, at the temple of Dainthar. And you see like It's a, pretty close. <laughs> you see like a halfway up the mountain, you see like a flash of light for a second. Um, so you guys are, this mountain is kind of in your path. What do you guys do? Does he relay that to the rest of the group? No, no, he keeps it to himself. Like father, like son. Do we well, see this mountain? Do you? Yeah, uh, you guys definitely see the mountain. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, there looked like there is a flash of light over there on that side of the mountain. Did yeah, I see a flash of light? And we're still heading in the direction of the drums? Uh, the drums stop about this time. Oh. What are you saying? Do I see this flash of light? No. Only. You see no flash of light. You see just the silhouettes against the dark sky of a big really? mountain that's kind of in your way. You believed well, a three-eyed bird was around and some drums that no one else heard, but a flash of light is too much for you. I think Arena at this point would go, well, I think you, you saw something. I think you misunderstand. You saw something. Then I think it only, I mean, it's only fit. I think you it. misunderstand my thought here. I'm I joking. think we are being guided, and I think we need to go towards the flash of light you saw. Guided well, or I being agree. led astray. I think we're all of a little bit of a hooch that we've all taken down. I did not drink at the party. I mean, I did might not, be kicking in now. I did not drink any mango juice. That's wrong campaign. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> plum wine. Plum wine, Michael. <laughs> I did not drink any plum wine. <laughs> Alright, I, I did a I lot. mean, indulgence aside, I I think we should follow. So oh, yes. Yeah, no. Do you guys try to ascend the mountain? Yes. No. We're going to have to, right? Because that's where the light was. With our horses. Wait, can we stop? What? what are you saying, Luke? I disagree. The drums were nothing but a diversion. If we if we uh, climb this mountain, we will oh. only lose the iceberg. Really disrespecting your god immediately <laughs> after the drums stop, huh? I am in disagreement because I don't think the fates would leave me where they don't want me to go, and they want me to head this way. They sent me this way. Your God sent you this way. His God is sending us this way. Ooh, I would no, agree. I didn't see it was... However, I do not believe this is the fates or Krom at work. I believe there are illusions in this forest. Well, maybe, but there's probably dysentery in here, too. Okay, so party votes up the mountain or, or back towards the trail? Up the mountain! Ignore. Uh, go back to the trail. Uh, oh, you still wouldn't want me to vote. Uh, yeah, sure, up the mountain. I think we should keep following the... The signs. The signs, yeah. Yeah. All right, so over Abramovich's protesta protestations, you guys proceed up the side of the mountain. You guys eventually find kind of a path. Mm -hmm. uh, a very ancient... It looks like it's been a long time since it's been used, but there's definitely a path going up the hillside. In fact, to you, it looks like dwarvish work. Okay, there's little markers along the way and you're like, oh, this used to be a dwarvish road or something. Can I roll for tracking just to see sure. if like how long it's been? Absolutely. Nope. Okay, yeah, feels like a, a while. <laughs> <laughs> that dice is now in dice jail. That's right, off to dice jail with you. Okay, so you guys head up the mountain. Is this still your marching order? Um, yes. Sure. Okay, you guys head up this trail, and yes, you get about halfway up the mountain, uh, and the trail goes into... Okay. Uh, oh, it's a, a mouth. It's like a dwarven face carved into the side of the mountain. 
Ooh. Ooh. We would like to thank uh, the Sullenlands, the Sullenlands Omnibus. And uh, this part of the adventure is stolen from <laughs> Frostfang Expedition. So there's this dwarven face carved into the side, and you would definitely recognize, like this is a tomb or Ooh. ancient reliquary, te- uh, something yeah. like that. Sorry guys, we can't go in here. Oh, my bad. Um, and the trail leads up to it. Mm. What do you do? We turn around. Okay. We head back to the path. You have led us astray yet again. Oh, now there. What is this? This is a tomb. This is a dwarven tomb. I know you don't care about dwarves. You don't like short people. They got to be six foot for you. But not judgmental. Are you saying that because I'm a woman or are you saying that because I am me? Both. Because and you've turned down all of my advances. You are not every dwarf. Pretty also, you're size. also you're kind of gross, and we can both admit that. <laughs> this is a tomb. A tomb for. This is a tomb for who? A tomb. Yeah, a tomb. <laughs> tomb for whom? Uh, a tomb for whom? It's not a tomb. It's not a tomb. It's not a tomb at all. Is that my door sound now? <laughs> Abramovich is saying it's not that he's lost his faith in Krom. He thinks this is some kind of bewitched forest that is full of okay. signs that are leading y'all astray. And now uh, Jason's character is like, I don't want to go in here because it's a dwarven tomb. So now you guys have got to decide. No, 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 no. Uh, don't get me wrong. I want to go in and pay my respects. You guys are just a bunch of hobos. And we'll obviously take everything that's not nailed down. This is looking at you right over there, Abramovich. This is true, yes. I know that's why I don't want y'all to go in. I I just gave you all my money. I don't want anything. No, you got a dead woman's armor on and her sword. I don't mean to be rude, but you defile the dead constantly. I was literally the only one who was like, we shouldn't take that dead guy's armor. No, I was with you the entire time. You were for it. No, I was not. He was for it. I was never for it. Defiling the dead is an Abramovici family tradition. (laughs) I believe it. It's written on all of their headstones. I know. (laughs) It's like, here lies whatever you guys don't take. <laughs> here, lies, here lies the body of, and just the body of. <laughs> Nothing else, I promise you. When his, when his father proposed to his mother, he was like, behold this ring I stole from my grandmother's body. Of what course. Have we have been proposing no. with the same burial no. ring for generations. What do you got me to propose with her? He pulls up this dead skeletal hand yeah, that yeah, has yeah, the yeah. ring on it. Still like, just has it. He's like, here, let me, wait a second, let me get it off of this finger. And he yeah, put it on nice, yours. Nice. Yeah, so, not to be rude, but you guys are a bunch of murder hobos. So what's the, uh, so what do you guys do? We're going in. I, I, Albert's going in. steal anything. Hey, don't touch anything. I have no desire to touch your elven things. Or dwarven things. (laughs) (laughs) That's racist, and I don't appreciate it. I don't want to touch your elven things. I mean... Dwarven things. I wish you would touch my dwarven things, but don't touch these dwarven things. We'll talk later. Hey. Carved on the side of the mountain above you, the mouth of the Adarok Mines, which are not mines, but are actually the Adarok Tomb. 
can just be made out, carved with the winter dead branches, or covered with winter dead branches and vines. The entrance is literally the enormous carved mouth of a dwarven warrior. That's his old face. Nigel smells gold. Whoa, I can smell gold? Yes. Was this... <laughs> I smell Was for diamonds. Was this not told to me until now? Yes. Can I smell other things? So when you reach first level, you got infravision and you can smell gold. And speak dwarven, don't forget and, that. And suddenly can speak dwarven. Yes. Can I roll for smelling for diamonds? No. <laughs> don't popular. try and steal my racial traits, okay? You can pretend to be a dwarf on your own, but that you'll was, never have the beard, baby. A, the beard. I don't want a beard. You have a vow of poverty. You can't smell for diamonds. You can maybe smell for... That was a reference to, right, to a previous game. <laughs> anyway, okay. it smells gold. I smell gold? You do. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I tell them the other way then. <laughs> the yeah. door, there are a large set of iron doors. Mm. They are locked and rusted. Ooh. Rusted, you say? I do say. Hmm. Is that the only How are us path out of here? It's the only path into the mines. Okay. There's like, or, so we're not I'm even not in there. I call it mines because that's what, that's they, what call they call it. Adventure, but it's obviously a tomb. There's nothing mine-like about it. So we're not even in yet. What? You're not even in yet. You're standing there and you smell the, the sweet sweat smell of gold. It's like it's like cinnamon rolls in the morning, man. It's like coffee and cinnamon rolls. The smell is, is coming out of these doors of gold. I shake my head knowing what the party is about to do. <laughs> I, Irina respects, respectfully looks for a way in. I mean, there's just this giant door and it's closed up. There's some trees around. It's, it's rusted, and it's locked. What do you guys do? I'm going to move up and check it out. How exactly is it locked? It's a big set of double iron doors with a big lock mechanism, you know, with a big giant keyhole that you guys don't have the key. I have hmm. thieves' tools. Right, I'm going to tie up our horses, I guess, so we don't have to deal with those. Ah, yes. Thank you for remembering that you guys are horses. Nigel. Yes. In your uh, apothecary kit, do you happen to have any wax dwarf 40? <laughs> it might loosen up the hinges on this door or we could probably get it open that way I hate you 40th creation you yeah. know wax door 40 that yeah. you can like put on that door so we can get it open because it's squeaky and it's stuck no I really hate you no I, I wanted to make that clear now hey Bromvis do you like kick the doors open yeah Okay, sure. Roll a strength check. We use the wax dwarf 40. <laughs> yeah, because it's either this or he defiles it. It's too late. Uh, 16. Okay, so you guys are discussing what's in your apothecary kit. <laughs> like, wax dwarf 40, get it? And like, in the background, Abramovich just like slams his, his, his shoulder stub against the doors. You hear metal break and the doors fly open. I, I'm so, I'm so angry at you guys right now. That was that was gold. That was good. That, that was, was good. gold. That was good. That was funny. <sighs> I got what, it. Very funny. Yes. I don't yes. know what else you. That wanted. was a How funny else joke. Did you want me to reply to that? Jason refused to uh, to play along, man. Jason. <laughs> no, no, I did. Jason would I not do you. the yes and. <laughs> That's the problem. All right. <clears throat> so immediately, everybody roll for initiative. Gimbo North the Gnome here. While the lads set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. Had 
you ever wished you could see the maps, handouts, artwork, and epic tabletop terrain from The Lad's Adventures? Well, now you can! Simply follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MightyD'sPod. Enough talk! To battle! Okay, so you kick through the door. Or shoulder through the door, right? Kick. And you kind of take a half step, and immediately these things scuttle down from the walls. They are spider-like, um, but roll 3d6, everybody actually, roll 3d6, except for Jason gets 2d6, uh, and try to get your intelligence or less. Got my intelligence or less. They are... Got my intelligence or less. I've succeeded in one. I got my intelligence or less. I did it. All right. These are definitely rust monsters. Rust monsters. All right. Thank you. big one comes charging straight at you. We're inside the door. I understand. Guess I'll die. Guess I'll die. Die. You'll just be naked. Darn it. Miss. That's going to be a miss. Was it a critical failure? No. Uh It was four. Uh, and these other two are trying to squeeze through the doorway and get out to you guys. Carl, what do you do when you see these uh, rust monsters attacking your is it, barbaric friend? Is that a size truth? Like it is much bigger than the other one? Yeah, there is a bigger one, yes. Okay, okay. It's like a mama and two babies. Um, I guess I would try to attack it with Asmeralda sword. Okay. You're kind of where you can't do that. Well, then what can I do? There's this doorway, and there's this big thing in it. You can get right up beside him and attack Well, to be honest with you, I don't know why these two aren't back here, because they were discussing. Right? Okay. Something. Oh, critical fail. One. Critical failure? That one. Critical failure. I need a D16. Six, and my crit table is two. I did my fumble die, but I thought the crit table was the same as the fumble table. No, there's only one fumble table. Your weapon becomes entangled in your armor. You must spend your next round untangling them. In addition, your armor bonus is reduced by one until you spend ten minutes refitting the tangled buckles and straps. Yeah, that pretty lady armor Does was that only really go into nice. Effect after I pull the weapon out, you are currently at a minus one on your armors. Okay. Yeah, and your so your sword kind of gets caught coming out, or somehow you get it caught in the breastplate. You pull it over the side, so you got a breastplate here, and it was now it's over here. Um, paralysis specifically says weapons, but can I like touch someone else's weapons and put it on there? No, you paralyze the weapon. It says your weapon, right? Well, yeah, because I'm usually a, I'm holding him, but if I touch someone else's weapon, I would assume I could do that. If you were holding that weapon, you could, and then hand it off. What I'm saying is I could grab his weapon that he hasn't drawn yet. Yes. And then paralyze it. The spell is basically gotcha. on you because it's on your hand or whatever weapon you're wielding. I know. Play fast and loose with everything except for the has charts. Okay, fine. I will bless an ally. Ally of blessing. Da 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 da. Maybe made it. Thirteen at least. Thirteen. Fourteen. Do I get my luck? Let's no. Look at the t- tables. Wait a second. I gotta look at the tables. You gave me 20 tables to look at. I'm gonna look at every 20 tables. Okay. Critical hit, fumbles, spell checks, cleric, action dice, personality mount, my fire, and caster level. Damn it. Um, okay, no. So 14. Luke, okay. it looks like you're getting a blessing. The ally receives a plus one bonus to all attack rolls for one turn. Awesome. 
I will definitely be able to make use of that. Okay, so give us the flavor text to you casting the bless spell. <laughs> Just a wink. Yeah, wink. <laughs> wink and a nod. Eh? Finger guns? No. Maybe a. Da-da-da. Ooh, a triple finger gun. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. And now you're hashtag blessed. He does, the Bernie, Sa- he does uh, the Bernie Sanders on Saturday Night Live fan the hammer. <laughs> Everybody's blessed. <laughs> Blessings for everyone. You move up, you move back, you move it all. Uh, you know what? I'll stand back and see how this goes. You get a blessing. You get a blessing. Uh, you get a blessing. Um, can I come over here? Uh, what are you using? A sword? A yeah. sun sword? Sun sword. Sure. sword. Watch out. Rust monsters. Wait a minute. Magical weapons are immune to rust, right? They could be. Are they? They... Not, it is not, not automatically, metal. no. Oh. They it just... You get a better saving throw or something like that. It is not metal. That's what I'm... Away. Okay. 17. Yeah, 17 hits. Um, seven damage. Okay. That's a lot for her. She is hurted. Okay. Any metal weapon strikes the creature is weakened, suffering a negative one to hit and damage going forward. Any metal weapon. That's a crystal weapon. Oh yeah, that's right. The sword is actually the blade is actually made out of crystal. Okay, then you're fine. Okay. Alright, Luke, you're up. Awesome. I feel yeah, right. You know that if you hit this thing with your precious Y-hander, it could be damaged. Right. So Abramovich, knowing that his weapons could be damaged, he draws one of his bastard swords and stabs it, trying to finish it off. Okay. He's at plus four, a 20. Non-natural. Nice. That's an easy hit. How Great. Uh, eight damage. That's death. Cool. And my weapon's down down one. Yes, and your weapon is a little bit rusted. Okay. So one of your expendable bastards. Will Don't be- worry, I got some, uh... Just get rid of one of them. You... <laughs> All right. These things are enraged <coughs> by the death of their mom and charge forward. Just more where that came from, fellas. Irina and Abramovich. Irina... Miss. Okay. Holy oh, hot dang. Oh, woman. yeah. Eight. Uh, obviously, I'm going to remove my weapon from my armor. Oh, you have to spend your round doing that, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Here, have a bastard sword. Yes. You get a bastard sword. I think sword. it's the whole You round. get a bastard sword. She has a sword sticking up for your armor. She has a bastard sword. You must spend your next round untangling it. Must yes. spend your next round. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can move back if you want, but that's about it. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, Jason. These aren't evil, right? Uh, no, they're just animals. Yeah, I kind of figured. I'm just gonna bless the elf now. Okay. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> Let me blow on my fingers. <gasps> I forgot my bless. It's okay. Yeah, it was it a plus matter. one. Yeah, I think you made it. It's already dead. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's uh, I don't remember. What's the? Is it twenty? Yeah, I think it might be. It's a flower. What's the? It's a twenty. Okay, yeah. It's a okay. nat twenty. Nat twenty. <laughs> Ooh, oh my gosh, you double your yeah, am, I, that. am I blessed for a year? I double my uh, <laughs> level Yes Okay. Sure that's so I'm at the 24 range The Allery receives a bonus to all attack rolls Damage rolls, saving throws Skill checks and spell checks Okay <gasps> The bonus is equal to 1d3 plus caster level Rolled at Why time of casting that? And last for one Well because you're a human and I hate humans Two Rangers? plus Or we Two. Doubling the caster yeah. level? Okay. So three. So you get uh, a bonus is equal to three and lasts for one turn to pretty much everything you do. Okay. Sick. Uh, and 
And you're up. And I'm up. I'm going to attack one of those babies. Where is it? Oh, I feel blast. <laughs> That's right. Something just happened. I feel blast. That's how Denthar rolls. It's like rolls. making it rain with blood. <laughs> You get a blessing. And you get a blessing. <laughs> you don't get a blessing. No. <sighs> Holy hot <laughs> I just gave you a plus three. Eight. <laughs> Give me nine. Oh, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hits. Ten. Ten hits? Yeah, they have a rotten armor. Wow. Because they want you to hit them so that your sword can be damaged. Right. Um, does that count for damage as well? Yes. Uh, eight, nine, ten. Kills him. Kills him outright. Nice. Uh, hey, I'm not saying I do this for the, the love, but... Okay. Uh, I do this for the love. Bromovich. Okay, well, he's going to use his already uh, damaged one, so he's at a minus one, but he still has a plus three total. A six. That's plus three. That's a nine. nine. So that's a miss. Nine hits? What? I thought you said they had a ten no, armor class. No. I no. said they have a low armor okay. class. He said the ten hits. He don't okay. think he said it was Anyway, uh, he deals... He has a minus one, so it's only a plus one for damage. Two, two damage. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> they have a rotten hit point Wait, as well. No, no. Okay. Um. Yeah. He's still up. He's still going strong. Oh, and he's gonna attack. Um. No, you sure he don't <laughs> want to run away right now? Well, he can take three attacks of opportunity. Yeah, but uh, he's a dumb animal. He probably wouldn't realize that. No, why would he? But it's a dumb animal, he probably. Yeah. Was yeah. No, afraid? he's just seen everything else of his he animals die. He's hungry. Uh, Michael, he's attacking you, mm -hmm. uh, but he only got a 12. No. Okay, so you guys kill him the next round. Yes. Okay. Yes. We hope. Okay, I want to cool. fix my armor. Here, I'll give you that uh, warrior dwarf d40. What? To get that uh, rust off right. of your... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I use some of his beard oils to repair my bastard sword? Uh, what is it? No. What's it say? I don't know. What does it say? What, uh... Albert have any books on repairing rust monster damage? No. no you're going to have to take it to a smith. You're going to have to go into the uh, screen where it's buy, sell, repair. Okay? You're going to have to sell it. <coughs> no repair. Dismantle a, a uh, bastard sword so you have enough money. You've got to go to the repair. geek squad. Yeah. <laughs> Dwarven geek squad is the best. <laughs> The beard squad. A gear squad. The beard squad. Yes, yes, the beard squad. Yeah, we can uh, we can fix that sword, but it's going to cost you a lot of money. More money right. than the sword's worth, right? Do you guys go into the Rubion? Well, that was... Uh, I don't know, man. That was uncalled for. Do we really want to sacrifice our weapons? I mean, what's it worth? How much gold are you smelling? Does that only happen... Does you don't even know I can do that. I didn't even know I can do that. <laughs> So Esmeralda sword is a magical weapon, right? Does that get impacted by the rust? Did you hit anything? Uh, I'm asking for future. You don't know. Okay. You, you think probably it is. It gets a better saving throw or something, but you don't think it's. There like was a no new, save. Like the silver sword. Okay, I need you to mean fix the crystal, my armor. crystal sword. Okay, you fix your arm. Got it. So, what do we know about rust monsters? Like, do they eat all metals and this, or just? Yes. Interesting. You I gold? smell gold? Uh, roll 2d6 and get under your intelligence. Just leave out about three. Everybody needs to have about 3d6 on hand in their dice collection. I've got six waiting for me. Snake eyes! Okay, yes. They eat, uh, they don't eat precious metals. Mm. They eat almost all other metals. Iron, so... steel, uh, Armor of gold is what I'm sensing here. I need to be wearing. No. Do you know anything of their intelligence? 
Yeah, they're dumb beast. Yeah. That's very helpful. Yeah, what? Well, intelligent. Mm. Do you guys go into the Absolutely. Picture? They have a hive mind, and we just mashed it into gravy. Beyond the ornately carved door is a stone corridor that leads to a long rectangular hall lined with statues of dwarven warriors, seemingly a tribute to the Ardok lineage. Suddenly, the already chill air grows noticeably colder as the braziers on the wall flicker to life with a sickly green flame. Oh, that's not good. Cool. Time to get hey. to profiling and defiling. Glenn, before we go any farther, is the rust monster, how is it, how does it rust stuff? Uh, you want to harvest some of its uh, rustus? Yes. Destructus? Yes. Of course you do. Uh, I'm an apothecary. I like this. I am completely behind this idea. I've never heard of. Of course it is. Rustus Uh, Destructus. So so there are three of them. Right. So you're going to have three chances to harvest one vial of rust stuff. It won't last forever, by the way. I didn't think it would. It won't last for a few days. Okay. So I would say since you're an apothecary, roll 3d6 under your intelligence. Or if your dex is higher, I guess you can use that. And for every success out of three, you get... Uh, My intelligence higher, so, okay. okay. Y- uh, yes. Okay, so you got one vial. No. Okay, you managed to spill it out of the gland, out of the butt glands of that. And definitely not. Okay, yeah. That's a fantastic role for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, I'm taking those for stats later. <laughs> Next character. Okay, so you have a glass vial full of... One vial. Rust monster extract. Yes. Uh, that you could throw at somebody and dissolve all their stuff. Yeah, have it in my By the way, I just, I just bought 20 sets of dice, so... <laughs> Oh, in real life? Yeah, that's what I was doing over here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he was like, I hate my dice. I'm buying more dice. Well, I was now. like, I should buy more dice anyway. And then he, you said something about everyone should have three. And I was like, I'm just going to buy more dice. <laughs> so that like a deal? Um, there's a door similar to the entrance on the far side of the chamber. Roll a personality check. Just um, Nigel. For it over, under. Uh, you're rolling plus your personality bonus. 11 or more. Yep. You definitely detect presences in this room. Oh. Like dwarven spirits. This house this ain't clean. It's dwarven clean. You guys, you guys enter the chamber. Hey, guys. We're in. A few steps into the chamber, engraved dwarven runes form a threshold on the floor. Oh, so this was already there. As you walk in the chamber, you notice on the floor are these engraved runes. Hmm. Look at those. Those are engraved runes. I speak Dwarven. I know what they mean. Only in tribute shall any pass these, our forefathers. There are statues lining each side of the wall. One of the statues on this side of the threshold stands a statue with a scale in each perfectly balanced hand. A gold coin rests on each, covered in dust. So there's a statue holding the the scales of justice, right? Mm-hmm. And you kind of look, and the scale the scales are real; they're not part of the statue. Mm-hmm. And there's a single coin on in the middle of each um, part of the scale. Yeah. Well, boys, we came here for a reason. Let's get to looting. 
No, that's not why we came here. I All don't. Right. I would not do that. I would not do that. No, no. Let him do it, guys. I've got a great idea. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take the gold piece and replace it with something of almost the exact same weight at the, about the same time. <laughs> and what you're going to do is you're going to have a bag. Yeah, I'm going to have a bag of sand. You're going to pour out a little <laughs> sand just because you got to make sure it's just right. Have a small sack. Pour out all over the sand. Only in tribute. Oh, no, please. These are forefathers. Only in tribute. Hmm. Tribute? Or, sorry. Only in tribute shall any pass these Hold up. our forefathers. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. I think I've got it. Perhaps we have to make tribute to the scale. And I place a gold coin on each side of the scale. Okay. And then I pass the threshold. Okay. Uh, and you did. <laughs> it rips his other arm off. <laughs> yeah. Now he has to fight with it in his mouth. <laughs> okay. So mark, mark off two gold coins. And okay. you step past the threshold. The the runes kind of glow for a second as he steps over, but nothing happens. Okay. What do the rest of you do? Well, I guess we all have to make tribute then. Yes. I take the two dirty bandages. Oh, wait, wait a second. <laughs> I gotta take two extra gold and give them to the old <laughs> here who gave out all the gold. I can't have money. It's part of my thing. <clears throat> While they're doing that, that sounds like a woman thing, and I know that you need it. While they're having this argument, okay, so, I do it. Okay, so uh, Albert puts a coin on each scale. Yes. They stay balanced, and you cross across the threshold. Yes. Okay. So now yes. they're over here. You're on the then I give him two gold. Uh huh. So that he can put it on the scale. You yes. Put on the scale. I give yes. her okay. two gold. My bad. You cross over and then you put on two Didn't gold. Didn't mean to misgender you. Okay. So you mark off four gold. You mark off two. And you mark off two. You guys have passed room one. The dusty presence of 100 year old air surrounds you. As your mm. footsteps echo in the darkness of this large next room. Nothing smells better than hundred-year-old air. The chamber is lined with tall pillars near the wall, with dozens, dozens of other vague, shadowy shapes scattered throughout the space. So, you guys come into this room. Is this the order you want to enter the room in? Yes. yes. Is Abramovich first? Yes. Then I should yes. probably be. Precisely. I should probably be, like, right here. Okay. You notice... Who's in front? Abramovich. Abramovich, you notice these rows of pillars, and you notice some statues in the room, but you also notice, like, piles of rubble scattered all around this room. You see the exit on the far side. Roll uh, 3d6 and try to get your personality or less. Got it. You got it. You hear... The sound of someone moving. Hold on. Mm. You should definitely rush in there. No. Come on, where's that that crumb spirit? Barbarian rage. Crom, where is the wizard that killed my father? My mother. Crom. <laughs> what I love is how it is. He says Krom the way Arnold does. Krom. 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 Where are the two snakes facing together? Krom. <laughs> I feel like my dwarf should talk like this now. You're a, you're a Schwarzenegger. I have a terrible Schwarzenegger. Yours is good. Mm. All right. So somewhere over here, you saw movement between the pillars. Did it look human or rust monster-like? Vaguely humanoid. You should definitely go check it out. Okay. 
Um, the bug flew my face. Oh, I thought I spit on you. My bad. You tell everyone else there's someone here. I saw something in the shadows. What Is anyone there? Okay, that was that was not in voice. Is anyone there? Um, you do not hear a response, and you mm. don't see any more movement just now. Mm. How far can we see? Uh, well, Doesn't he have like dark vision you, or something? You can see. Ah, yes, I do. You can see to this door at the other end, uh-huh. but there's all these pillars, and then there's like statues and piles of rubble, so it's a very crowded. There's somebody moving around like <coughs> around the pillars. Okay. Um, Are there braziers full of light here? No. The only light here is from your torches. Okay. And my we sword. must be tactical about. I will speak in dwarven. Oh my gosh. Are you really gonna do this? I might no, do this. Stop. No, well, no, 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 I can do whatever no, I want. No. This is make believe. No. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> there's the there's the tagging. None of this is real. <laughs> None of this is real. After the I can do whatever I want. This is make believe. <laughs> Oh so I yell in Dwarven. I say, hello, fellow Dwarf. I am here. I would like to sing some lamentations with you. Come on out. We are friendly. The lamentations I do step of in. women. I, wanna... I like step in with my hands out like I am coming okay. in peace. Right. Stop, okay. please. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Okay, so here's... Here's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. I die. The camera, the camera shows a Bromovich looking around. He pulls his, his Y-hander out, right? You see some movement. You see some movement between these two pillars, but you can't make out what it is. He cuts back to Nigel, and him with his suddenly new accent comes walking in, and he's like, hello, hello, is there anyone there? And he hears this little click, and he turns, and the light from the lantern shines on one of these little statues, and it's like a dwarf, like commoner, and he's got this look of like surprise, and and like he's trying to like lean backwards a little bit, and he's like solid stone statue. Nope. Nope. Okay. That's got a very good likeness to it. And there's a huge jump scare. So uh, there's a jump music stab right when he turns when the light goes on his face. And he sees ah! it. Except I had dark vision and could have seen it. Would I know <laughs> about what could have caused this? <laughs> I don't I know, I, but I figure it's in this room. Uh, we don't want to find out. Okay. As funny as your accent isn't, I feel like... I feel like that was very hurtful. I am going to cry now. I just, I'm just glad we cleared the air now. <laughs> okay. The are tears coming down my face as they talk about this. Perhaps there is something in this room that can turn men to stone. We should be very careful about this. We should check the shadows, check the entire room. Be tactical about this and spread out. That seems like a horrible idea. Well, what do you suggest? I suggest we leave. I concur. (laughs) Wrong room. Wrong room. Closed door. This was a sorry. Wrong room. Uh, Do you guys immediately back out of the room? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm not saying we don't go back in, but we stay out for right now. Maybe we should lay an ambush. Okay. Uh, So there is no door here. There's just a doorway. So now you're back. And it's the only doorway from the room that we're now back into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have if to we go. If we want to advance, we have to go past whatever might be in there. 
Yeah. Seems like. Um, hold on. What were we able to see the farther end? Like, could we see Can a doorway roll, or a door? There's a door? Yeah, there's a doorway down here. You guys are But I mean, was it like a okay. like a door shut? You did not see a door in the doorway. Okay, yeah. so it was just a doorway. I want to I want to do something. <laughs> so it was moving. Did we notice how it was moving? Um, I don't think you saw it. Like, are you asking if it was flying or running or crawling or what do you well, mean? Well, no, we, I'm, I mean, like. Abramovich saw something moving between the pillars over here. I want to. And then Nigel heard something from over here. Okay, now that we've got a second, I want to tell the group everything I would know about what I saw. Right. Right, so what would that be? Nothing. Uh, roll 3d6, get your intelligence or less. Yes. You have heard of a monster called a basilisk. Oh that can no! Turn people to stone through its poisonous bite. Oof. Okay. I, okay. All right. Why don't you roll? I have a hand mirror. Hmm. Well, I was gonna bite. Well, six. it's a poisonous bite, not its gaze. Do I have a book though on this? When he says basilisk, that just, ring just a bell. That's not gonna happen. Uh, yeah, it happened. Fantastic. You have also heard of a creature called the Medusa that can turn people to stone with her gaze. Yes. But you have also heard of the basilisk that can turn people to stone with her gaze. Personally, this looks more gaze-like because they weren't like, ah, I'm being bitten. They were like, ah, I'm being looked at. (laughs) They were like, surprise. (laughs) Surprise, I've been bitten. (laughs) That was a great deduction, Luke. Very clever insight. Okay, well, we gotta get in there, so My let's... Chrome. Well, the stories that I've read about this Medusa person is that you have to be, you like, if you look through her, look at her with a reflection, it, it won't it won't turn you to stone. So I think we need to maybe consider crossing with our eyes closed or backwards with this hand mirror that I have. Do you actually have a hand mirror? Yes, it came with my character class. <laughs> You're lying. I, no, he's not. No, actually, I'm, I am lying. It didn't come with my character class. You had us roll for an additional item, and I rolled for a hand mirror. Please. Please. You were going to have to go back and listen lying. to the episode wherein you had me roll for an extra item, okay. and I had a you hand mirror. a liar, and you reach out with the mirror. Sure enough, standing next ah. to you see... That's a mosquito. A woman <laughs> with snaky Working hair. On it. In a white dress. Good job. This is a really cool scene. Thank you. Very cool. I like the terrain. I like the minis. Everything okay. is cool. Can so we you, see her? He sees her through the mirror. He's reaching around the corner with the mirror, and he looks, and he sees her standing next to this pillar. So and you, he tells you guys. Can you tell me, do I know just about where she is? It's definitely Medusa. She's behind the second pillar. Can I mm. fire my crossbow? Like blind? I mean, we know just about where she is. And mirror is she mo- Do we notice she's oh, moving, con- like, moving constantly? No, she's kind of standing there. She's kind of, ha- like, has, has half cover behind the pillar, and she looks like she's waiting for you guys to come back. But I'm saying, if you don't look... She is approximately 2.5 centimeters. Does she Does she have... Well, do we know what her um, what her range is? Like on the Roll that 20. Oh, do not know what the range on her Well, he's not being is. stonified by looking Roll at her. Roll that 20. But the thing is... You can look at them through a mirror oh, okay. and not get petrified. In fact, if you can get them to look in a mirror, you can petrify them. Mm-hmm. That's why it's such a big deal that he had a hand mirror from the very beginning. I ain't lying, man. <laughs> so I think what would be best is I whisper to Albert. 
And I say, okay, so I need to know where she is. I can try and shoot her with my crossbow. So can I borrow the mirror for like a second to aim correctly to shoot her with this crossbow? What if you kneel down and take aim with your eyes closed and I'll stand behind you with the mirror and I'll evil? raise lower, left, right. I'm fine with that as well. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. Mm. They are probably chaotic. Which is the evil idea. So that's would be evil? Protection from evil? Okay. The definition of evil is based on the cleric. Generally, it encompasses creature of opposed alignment, those unholy to the cleric's deity, and those with clear harmful intent. Okay. Well, so, so I, just, I just want to say for the record, because we've been going around and around about this. In DCC, there is no good and evil. There's law, chaos, and neutrality. Okay. Okay. So if something says evil, you need to look and see. Are you law? You're lawful, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. So, so you yes. guys keep asking me, is this person evil? Well, only technically evil I'm asking. Evil is chaotic. chaotic. But yeah, that says right there, it says protect from evil, then it explains what. what well, would it protect us from the gaze? Or one of us from the gaze? Well, it is on uh, depending on what I roll. I mean, uh, that's DCC for you. It's, it's either all we've got. I can, I can. Uh, well, why don't you go ahead and roll? And yeah, that's what I was about to do. You guys are standing out here, and she's. Did it, did it, did it. Oh. What did he roll? He rolled a two. A Oof. dose. That's almost. Your disapproval goes up by one. Yay! Oh no! I'm my disapproval went up. Downfall will never forgive me of all these. Or maybe he hates my voice now. Yeah. Like everyone else. 16 on the next one, though. He has found favor with me. 16 plus my Please level. Oh, fine. Please. Arr. Fine. <laughs> no, it's the hate I get. This is why I do it. You should have workshopped that voice before you started using I mean, it. It was, it was funny, but it just, it overrides everything. If he's talking to that voice, it doesn't, you know. In relation to evil effects, evil creatures, and anything else unholy to the cleric's faith, which is all of you. Not me. I'm lawful. No, no. You're unholy to me. Women. Um, the cleric and all allies within a 10 radius receive a plus one bonus to saving throws against evil creatures. Enemy attack rolls against them suffer a minus one penalty and damage, damage suffered from evil sources is reduced by one point per die. Okay. So, you know what? This is DCC. You just send in the guy with the most luck to burn... He already has a plus one to his saving throw, and he just burns luck until he chops the Medusa to bits. I'm just saying. I think we can try our thing first if you want. You are never going to do a through the mirror crossbow shot on your first try. I mean, have uh, you seen people do this? I'm sorry. Is there a 20 on his dice? It's possible. You roll that. You get that 20. I'm just saying. Otherwise, you're going to hit one of us. Well. Okay, we're not. We can't just stand here. Obvious. Well, it's gonna take more how long have we been standing it. here? Probably yeah, just a few seconds. But we don't need to. We don't need to kill her. We just need to incapacitate her. Okay. Well, so you guys got a saving on damage being done to you on any effects that might have happened to you. They can't. They have minuses to their attacks against you. I mean, I don't know what more you want. You want blessings? Fine, I'll give you blessings. Is it? Is it? Calm down. It, uh, hold on. No, too late. He's done. He's he's passing out blessings. Is it? Is it that if, she, if I look her in the eyes, or if she looks at me? Uh, it's you know. if you look at her. Plus one. At her at all. 
If you look her in the face, yes. Okay, well then we can just try to avoid her. Just look, at her. look at her. Okay, look. Wait a second. Does she have boobs? She does have. I boobs. never look her in the eyes. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Problem yeah, solved. Nice. <laughs> I never see past those. <laughs> nice. You have eyes? What? This is new to me. So I say, don't don't look her in the eyes, and I draw my sword and walk in. Okay. Same. Okay, yes. So you. The classic. I mean, yeah, you think you can just avert your gaze, but the classic thing is you gotta cover your eyes to make sure you don't slip and and look at her eyes. Is that what it is? Yeah. You put um, a visor right here. You're at a negative four to Meline, negative four. Is she intelligent? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You think yes. So? Yeah. Probably. You're a negative mm, three for one round. Okay. Go for it. What? I gave you a plus you one. You, man. I blessed you. All right. All right, sure. He you blessed me. You your eyes closed? Not with my eyes closed. I mean, just like, you know, trying to... You got a plus one on, yes. right? You're running there with your eyes. Yes, okay, whatever, right, sure. Right, right. So you guys don't run, right? You're moving in, and the camera, like, shows your ears. And you hear like a sound. Yeah, you hear the click, click, click. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the really bad <clears throat> 1980s claymation. Oh, oh, yeah, man, yeah. Doesn't yeah, the tail have the little yeah. thumb, too? Yeah, her tail so, is the rabbit. So yeah. awful. And then she comes out with you guys. Let's roll Can the murder hobos survive an encounter with a Medusa? Find out next time on Mighty Deeds. You've been listening to Mighty Deeds, a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, with additional rules from... Tales from the Fallen Empire by James Capio, Transylvanian Adventures by Scott Mathis, and the Index Card RPG from Runehammer Games. Our current campaign is set in Fritz Leiber's World of Nawar, in the land of the eight cities, as detailed by Michael Curtis. Tonight's adventure was inspired by The Old God's Return, also by Michael Curtis. Original music is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. You can check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. And join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. I might throw this in the uh, outtakes. Uh, In the original adventure, he did this whole big, long story uh, to make it where the, the Medusa was destroyed, but her consciousness went into this cow. The, the guy was trying to destroy her, but he sent her consciousness to a cow, and then her evil consciousness mutates the cow, and you actually fight a cow in this room, also known as the Medusa. No. Oh, yes, because here's a picture of somebody being turned to stone. By the Medusa? By the Medusa. Oh, my gosh. From the sullen lands. I like the idea of a, of a Medusa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it, I it quit. Even comes with, it even comes with printable minis where I can no. print the Medusa. I would like everyone listening to this podcast right now to know that I've never been attacked in such a way. <laughs>